1: Season, there's one toy everyone has to have. I want the figure with the arms and legs that move, and the jetpack, and the blue line, Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it, you got the doll, right?
2: Is this father's nightmare. I'll get that toy.
1: I promise. Whoa! Nothing like waiting till the last minute, Howard, sir. Especially
3: on Christmas Eve.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Second Take Podcast's review of Jingle All the Way, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Phil Hartman, Sinbad, and Jake Lloyd. Written by Randy Cornfield and directed by Brian Levin.
1: One mission. Oh,
0: be. <laughs> and every man for himself. I'm thinking maybe, you know, we could join up as a team. You know, like, like Starsky Nuts. That's a that late delivery of Turbo Man. That toy works. Let's go.
2: Is there a problem, officer? <laughs>
0: you can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. Hey, buddy. <laughs> From the director of Mrs. Doubtfire. You want a turbo man
3: for Christmas? Forget it, I'm not gonna sit in your lap. Tony, show up. That was taken this
1: morning. And from the director of the Flintstones.
2: Don't open that up, no, no,
3: no. Of course, there's uh,
0: some assembly required. You know what you guys are? Nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits.
1: <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. I work for the post office at and I'm unstable.
0: This man is totally insane. Thank you! Christmas comes but once a year.
3: (laughs) Jingle all the way. You picked a wrong day.
0: Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, and I'm Sebastian.
3: I'm sorry about the bike and the coffee and the bus and the bomb.
2: And I'm Andy Schossler. I'm Jordan. And hey, you're my number one customer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great (laughs) stuff.
0: And welcome to our Christmas review. Of jingle all the way, it finally happened. The key was not having a vote because you all can't vote correctly. <laughs> not you two, the fans. Um, <laughs> uh, so happy, have a happy holidays, happy festive season, Merry Christmas, happy life to all you and Hanukkah, to all the good ones. Yeah, just life day, happy life day. <laughs> oh God, we're all wishing that was back. Um, happy
3: Festivus for the rest of us.
0: Um, yeah, you know whatever makes you happy. I guess.
3: Jingle all the way makes me happy. <laughs> oh,
0: me too. I've been waiting to this yeah. for three years, Andrew. Three <laughs> years. Oh God, it'd be fun. It happened. So I can't complain anymore. Yeah. Although I will complain every year when not reviewing this movie again. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the only Christmas movies I really grew up watching myself. This isn't okay. home alone. Um, in my household anyway. Right. Uh, my partner's household, lots of shitty movies <laughs> get watched at Christmas. My stepfather, um, he's from the states. He always pulls out like a Christmas Carol and all this and that and stuff that I I like know Miracle on 34th Miracle, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. that yeah. I just like. Hey, I recognize that's very Christmassy, but I've just never had an attachment. Uh, this I had, movie though,
3: <laughs> I had I had this Home Alone and Ernest Saves Christmas. Uh, oh yeah.
0: Yeah. I watched a couple of the owner's films. I was in the Christmas one though. Is it's, it worth it? It's
3: good. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, all yeah it's, pretty really, good. it's really good. It's kitschy, but it's good. Yeah.
2: Never, never been like a fan of Christmas movies really. Aside from ones like this, yes. where they're just like a silly comedy. Yeah. I love that. But like, if you give me like, yeah, like 34th street or like those types of movies, <laughs> don't yeah. I'll take home alone and jingle all the way. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> What's the one where the kid gets his tongue stuck
0: to the pole? Is that a Christmas I'm story? No. Is
2: that not a miracle on 34th street? It might be that one. Oh, right. I don't know. All yeah. this Christmas imagery just blurs together for me.
0: Well, it's all at least with my stepfather. It's always been really like regimented. Like the second it hits December, these movies come out. They start. <laughs> oh, really? He'll watch certain ones on certain days, but he has to watch. He has to watch all of them. And living with is him, Die Hard in the mix. No, no. These are like old school traditional Christmas movies. So
3: not not even films just set at Christmas. This is it has to Christmas be Christmas themed.
0: Movie. Yeah. And it was yeah, it's it's weirdly um compulsive, let's call it. I don't know. I find it really strange, but he's like, I have to watch them all. I do certain days. Um he also is really like biblical as well. So every Easter he will watch the Ten Commandments. Oh, okay. And I'm like, God, oh, there's just no time. And he'll always <laughs> hit, he'll hit Ben Hur once a year as well. I don't have three hours once a year from one movie. <laughs> like, yeah, but this movie always finds a way of sneaking in. My partner hates it. But you know why? That, because she likes Home Alone. You know, she likes actual like kidified. Well, this is kidified but too. This
3: is this yeah. has elements of Home Alone in it. Oh yeah! In fact, that's yeah. one of my movie babies. Ooh, spoilers! It, oh, fuck, I forgot to do a baby again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it 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 has the tone of Home Alone to it. Mm. Like there's Christmas in the background, but there's this homicidal behavior yeah. all along the way,
2: <laughs> criminal behavior. Just two men are maniacs.
3: <laughs> just un, un, undercut by by this you know, very well-intentioned goal that they have, but they're doing all this crazy mm. shit to get yeah. there.
0: So this is kind of starting a, a, a difficult trend um, that Jordan will be fine with, and I'm definitely okay with. I do apologize <laughs> in general to you, Andrew. Yes. Um, this kickstarts <laughs> this year's and next year's Christmas movie theme of, there's a wrestler in it, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, okay. because I believe next year that we're doing sucks. Santa with muscles, starring Hulk Hogan.
1: Maybe I can develop cancer
3: by then. Oh, we can only hope. <laughs> I,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was supporting you. We could do um, we
0: could do Santa's sleigh starring Goldberg. That's a fun Christmas <laughs> movie, actually. <laughs> I would rather review that than um, Santa with Muscles, to be fair. Isn't he in Bad Santa as well at some point? I haven't seen Bad Santa. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't really like Christmas movies that much. No, not you're in either.
3: control of the schedule, Seb.
0: <laughs> we're, it's a it's team not, effort. It's I asked not locked for feedback. in at this
2: point. It's locked
3: in,
0: but
2: we're doing Santa with Muscles because oh, it's the worst of the options. He saved the PDF. It's locked in. Yeah. All right. So, experiences with this one? Um, I remember seeing it when I was a kid, but it's not one that I've like watched constantly. So it was still kind of new to me when I watched it just this morning. Okay. I had to rent this one on YouTube. I was like, oh God, I thought I had it and I just mysteriously
0: could not locate it when I needed it the most.
3: I swear at the start of this week, I saw it on Netflix or one Mm. of the streaming services Mm. and then conveniently this morning when I go to watch it, it's just not available on anywhere.
2: Yeah, I looked through it earlier in the week and I saw it was on um, Hulu, which I use. Okay, yeah. But when I went to watch it, it's like, oh, actually you need the HBO add-on, so you won't be able to watch that. Imagine being subscribed to, in Australia, every
0: possible (laughs) (laughs) streaming service (laughs) and and still not be able (laughs) to find (laughs) this film. (laughs) And then having to pay $5 for it on YouTube. Which is fucking nothing. Like that's fine. It's worth
3: it's it though. It's a good film.
0: I, I should have bought it. I rented it, so I've only really got it for forty-eight hours. I, I can, it. I can. Oh, it's a Christmas miracle that you haven't been arrested yet. <laughs> but no, I thought I had previously procured it um, through shady means. But my hard drive would mysteriously not turn on. Right. Yeah. So I. Um, that's my lump of coal this season. <laughs> um. Let's talk retroactively about our own Christmases. They haven't happened yet by the time we're actually recording this, but how do you think your Christmas day went, Andrew?
3: Perfectly. Yeah? I woke up Christmas day in my own bed with nowhere to be, <laughs> nothing to do, every, all the family members had been satisfied, and it was just sublime. Nobody bothered me because everything's closed anyway and everybody's off with their family. Perfect.
2: And Jordan, how do you think your Christmas went? I feel like it'll be uh, quite uh, similar to last week's episode as I'll spend most of Christmas lunch with my two pop culture obsessed uncles discussing how poor the Star Wars film was. <laughs> oh God. Um. God.
0: I'll be waking up at 8 a.m. I'm going to see some of my elderly relatives before making my way across town to see um, the wife's people people, <laughs> <laughs> tribe, people. Yeah. Uh, before making my way to work until 11 PM that night. Terrific. So I'll be having a quite Good a money. nice day. I'm going to, we're going to cook all like a meal each for the people that are at work and do it. No one calls in because nice. they assume yeah. we're closed. So yeah.
2: it's not the best.
0: Yeah, but I'd rather a less intrusive shift cause I'm working like sure. from lunch onwards. Uh, so yeah. I can't really do anything apart from a quick cameo in the morning. Hey, how hey, you going Jesus, whatever leave, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> That's, I'm visiting my grandparents. They're right. very religious, <laughs> so they'll appreciate that bit. Well, do we want to move into the actual review or do we have any more Christmas-based anecdotes? Oh, no, sorry. I do have a whole thing,
3: do No, no Christmas-based anecdotes. I mean, just as far as people liking it, it um, it has seemed to touch some people the right way. And seems mm. like
2: it has a bit of a, a similar reviews to uh, the last Arnie movie we watched from what I can see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a cult
3: classic, yeah. as in it does have... Some very dedicated fans on IMDb, it carries a 5.6 rating, which is technically a pass. (laughs) (laughs) The best kind of technicality, but but most of the reviews that I saw were very, you know, top heavy eights Mm. and nines, or very low end ones and twos, zeros. You know, hated it. There, There was nobody middle ground, you know, saying this is an okay film. People seemed to either really be behind it. Because of the, uh, because of the talent uh, and and portrayals and, and story and other people just hated it for those same reasons. Am I yeah.
0: right in remembering that there is a sequel to this starring
2: Larry the Cable Guy? I'm just yep. checking. Yeah, I found that out this <laughs> morning when I was on IMDb.
3: <laughs> there is a jingle too. Yeah.
0: Why is it called Larry the Cable Guy? It's just a gimmick. What gimmick? I mean,
3: it's Cable like, Guy. It's like He's Larry the guy. Plumber. Yeah.
1: He's a stand-up, is he a stand-up comedian. Said
2: going back when um when you had to get your television through a physical cable into the yeah. wall, yeah. you would have a cable guy. But why is he yeah. still called that?
3: Because that's his character.
2: That's who he's that's, that's how I he's even, that's how he's known as. This, he can't be like Larry the Chromecast guy. <laughs> oh gosh.
0: I want to compare the storyline from this movie to that movie going off the IMDb. Sorry, Andrew, you do your bit and then. I think, it'd,
3: re- I think it'd be too bad for this show, even Sam. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. it it'd suck our souls just like and, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I love that and movie. Sorry,
0: what talking about. <laughs> Sorry, you do your bit and I'll, I'll chime in with this other thing.
3: So Rotten Tomatoes, the critical response is 15%. Not very popular with the critics. And I have some things to say about what
0: that. You sure you're not, re- you're not reading the uh, Rise of Skywalker <laughs> <Yeah>. there, mate?
3: <laughs> uh, An audience response at 38%. Now, I remember doing this comparison um, a, a while back. God, like 15 years, I think when Rotten Tomatoes was... Just becoming a, a thing and kind of popular, uh, and had a pretty decent catalog of films on there. I went through and found that generally, you know, films that were rated at forty percent or more, I tended to to like and agree with. And things that were forty percent or less, um, or, le- or less than forty percent, were films that you know I also hated, or they were films that I loved that you know I had no other allies in in enjoying and. <laughs> For a long time, this was one of those films hmm. where it was it was below that that threshold, but and, and yet it was elevated in my mind in a place that was so much higher than <laughs> than it's than it's uh than it's standing. It's a fun. It is a fun movie. Is that weird? Arnold it's Schwarzenegger kind of time, isn't yeah. it?
0: Where he was just like, I'm gonna do straight comedies.
3: I'm gonna be a normal guy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Kind of. In this movie, they, <laughs> they, they they play him like he's a normal human being and other times like he's super powered because he's so big. Yep. I'm gonna read the plot for um, Jingle All The Way 2 starring Larry the Cable Guy. Please, because okay. I saw it and didn't click on it. So please go through this one. Now I will say I've not pre-read this. So this might be good sounding, I doubt it. Um, Cause there's the there's, there's, there's short version and the long version. The short version is nothing to be appealed by Larry's daughter. Oh God, is she called Larry in this? Oh, that's even more annoying. <laughs> Larry's daughter wants only one thing for Christmas, a talking bear. His daughter's stepdad intends to make sure that Larry can't get one. So it looks like we've traded Sinbad for stepfather and Turbo Man for talking bear. (laughs) Um, There is a long, I say long one, there's a longer one. Two desperate dads compete in a no holds bar battle for the best father um, and make this the best Christmas ever. Fun-loving laid-back dad, Larry, is having a bear of a time finding the perfect Christmas gift for his eight-year-old daughter, Noelle. Noelle?
2: Bear of a
1: time. It's spelled <laughs> Noel. <clears throat> <clears throat> no, it's a bear well,
3: dance. Sorry. You pronounce that Noel. <laughs> sure. um, Noel. Noel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, me mate,
0: Noel. This season's hottest toy, the Harrison bear, is all sold out and Noel's new stepfather wants to keep it that way so he can be the only one to make her holiday wish come true. When Larry learns all Noelle wants for Christmas is that bear, he'll stop at nothing to make sure his little girl is happy and get her the toy of her dreams.
3: That sounds great. It sounds like exactly shit. the movie I
0: just watched. <laughs> Jordan, mm. I'm not even kidding. One, The third top-billed actor in this um, is an actor by the name of Anthony Corelli, but you know him as Santino Marella. Wow. Yep. Holy shit. Maybe we should watch this movie. Is the Cobra in it? I did not expect
2: this. Wow. Okay.
0: So he's a builder, he's built before Noel.
2: Okay. So is this made by WWE films? Yeah.
0: You can't see production, the actual production company on IMDb, I find
1: Mm.
3: Not unless you have a pro Uh, subscription,
1: which I I don't.
2: Don't have a pro (laughs) subscription. need IMDb gold.
0: Anyway, right, sorry. Um we can move on if there's no more points. Let's do it man. while I try and find out if WWE made this damn film.
1: <laughs> riddle me this, riddle me
0: that.
3: Who's afraid of the
0: big black bat?
1: Hey Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my butthole.
2: It is Wednesday, my dudes.
0: That's it, guys. That's the last time you'll hear that noise on this podcast. <sighs> new decade, new second take podcast with different stuff. Feels good. Does it? I'm sad. Maybe I should I should cancel the new themes and we'll let's, just have that one noise.
3: <laughs> Seb, let's just mourn it for the loss that it is and leave it at that.
0: I got excited when going through the cast list for the jingle all the way too, because I, there's a picture of Neil Patrick Harris, but it's for an actor called he Joyce showed, Robbins.
3: He showed up <laughs> in a lot of shit. I don't understand. It's, in a lot of cameos.
0: But this person's name is Joyce Robbins and both their pictures, as in their main picture and their cover picture at be are of Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I assume she's one of the two ladies on either side of him in the big picture, but in the small picture, it's just Neil. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. He's the focus. Oh, the white-faced ladies. Oh, yeah, from... Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> series of unfortunate events, the TV series. Yeah.
3: Good shit, you should actually watch it if you haven't okay. seen it. Yeah, it's good.
0: I've it's watched it. Really that. enjoyable. Sure. This movie, however, <laughs> what segment we're well on? Trivia. Um,
3: yep. Jingle all the way. Budget of sixty million dollars. That seems high <laughs> for a comedy. In Star the late Wars 90s?
0: was two hundred million dollars. Can you imagine getting a Star Wars out of just under four times this movie's budget? I don't know
3: if that was properly reported. I feel like that's a
0: lie. Yeah. They've lowered it to sound better.
3: Yeah. Uh, but anyway, budget of sixty million, and it does have quite a robust cut. Like it has scenes with a lot of extras sometimes, mm-hmm. and they shot on location um, in, a, in a shopping mall in Minnesota. Okay. Uh, so th- there was a lot that, that went into it. I can, I, I can see why it cost that much. But money recouped. Worldwide gross was $129 million. Oh, wow. So even factoring in um, a modest uh, marketing campaign, yeah, it probably made a little bit of money back oh, on good. top of that. Sinbad and Schwarzenegger both improvised most of their conversations.
0: Sinbad is funny. Yeah. If that's the case. Yeah. Yeah, good timing, good his, lines. Yeah. <laughs> his, his,
3: his act was this you know, very family-friendly, clean act. So when he went to audition, both um, producer Chris Columbus and Schwarzenegger wanted Sinbad, uh, but when it came to his audition, he couldn't make it for a start because he was touring with the USO show in Bosnia at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a concern from the other from the other producers and, and the director saying, "No, he's a family, uh, you know, a family entertainer." This is for a you know underhanded villain. We're not sure if it's the right role for him, if he'll pull it off and it will and if it will damage his career later on. But he got back from the show, um, Chris Columbus organized a special audition just for him, and he got the role eventually. Even Sinbad didn't think he got it. Because really? he thought he did a bad audition. <laughs> yeah, and then he was off of the role.
0: Uh so the MVP of this <laughs> film
3: is Phil Hartman. <laughs>
2: Oh yes, oh, so so, good. so
3: so creepy, so <laughs> creepy in a very delightful way. Bill Hartman, Mister Steal Your Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: Um. But I mean, I'll, this isn't really relevant to this movie, but I just I found it what happened to Phil being like very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So I knew him as Troy McClure of from course. The Simpsons. Um. And if you're unfamiliar with him, the reason he stopped that character stopped appearing was because. Phil Hartman was murdered by his what? wife. Shock. Well, you know, let's pretend this is some trivia. Um, <laughs> shot um, by his wife um, while sleeping. And then she brought, cold. brought someone over to show them the body and then locked herself in the room with him and killed herself. Charming. And they found like a bunch of like drugs in her system including antidepressants, cocaine and stuff. Well,
3: I didn't know that happened. Um, but yeah, so- th- th- That's what happened. That's yeah, what happened, I, yeah. I, I knew he was shot. I didn't realize that it was a murder-suicide.
0: Wow. Well, a murder then bringing witness and then it was weirdly stretched out considering it wasn't just like bam, bam, bam. Mm. But, um, yeah, like super fucking out of nowhere. Yeah. And I mean, anyone dying is terrible, but it's really sad from a filmmaking perspective, having such a a fantastic actor as well. Very entertaining, very unique voice as well. Yeah, definitely. And kind of, you know, just knowing the roles that he could have had between here and there is really interesting to speculate on. But mm. yeah, that kind of sucks. But this is a good movie for him to be in because he fucking nails it. He certainly does. Yeah.
3: That creepy neighbour character mm-hmm. just trying to get laid.
1: He just <laughs> wants to get laid. <laughs> Put down the cookies now. <laughs> I've,
3: got a, I've, I've got a note later on. I may as well say it now since it's uh, you know, we're on topic. There's a nice subtle little moment where his son, uh, Ted's son, is, is talking about him. And he says, uh, "Yeah, Dad never used to be like this. He's only really become nice when, uh, when, when Mum left him, mm. or something like that." And just in that in that moment, it tells you he's only doing all this nice stuff to get laid. Yeah, that's all he cares about. He's not a good need. dad. <laughs> he just you know puts on the act so that he can get some puss. Yeah. And it's, I mean, brilliant writing to have a kid say that, yeah. you know. and like even a kid say, knows. yes, yeah, <laughs> say all that without actually saying all that. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. That's what, that's what the whole film has. I, I, I like how clever it is.
0: Yeah. Nice subtle things all the way through.
3: So Schwarzenegger was interested in, in the role because he would just be playing an ordinary guy. Just an ordinary dad doing ordinary dad things. You know, no heroics. I mean, he, of course he gets in the Turbo Man suit, but mm-hmm. he's still, you know... Playing a very anti-hero kind of guy, he's very reluctant in the whole thing, and for the most part, he's being directed. Oh, use your jetpack, Turbo Man! Use your use your blades, Turbo Man! And he just finds the right button, and away it goes.
0: It's weird. I mean, this is not a complaint, but like he gets tackled down at one point um, during like the um, find the 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 lottery ball scene. He's just overpowered by random people and stuff. Like he's physically not an imposing character, and then there's other scenes where he punches people and they go flying.
3: That's when they make him angry. Yes, so he's not mm-hmm. a violent person. Uh, but there was actually
0: Phil Harmon has a really fun line of, um, <laughs> yeah. "Was it you can't bench press your way out of this or some yeah. shit yeah. Or, something yeah. or, something <laughs> or something like that?" It was like, "Yeah, go get him!" Like,
3: I've got, I mean, yeah, Howard is jacked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he wanted to play an ordinary guy, but. The twenty million dollar fee he got for the film may have had something to do with it as well.
2: Oh yeah, yep. I can see that. Oh, I do <laughs> it. A
3: third of the budget <laughs> went to, to pay locking down Schwarzenegger. <laughs> would you need? I, I don't
0: think he's bad in this
3: film. Don't get me wrong, but did this film need Schwarzenegger specifically? Tim Allen was considered for Howard. Not a bad choice, mm, I, yeah, I, I think back then I think it would that. have been fine. Yeah. yeah, I mean, remember Tim Allen just the year before did uh, Galaxy Quest. Oh, which yeah. is a sort of comedy action film as yeah, well. Yeah. So he absolutely could have pulled it off.
0: That's weird. Yeah. I didn't realize *Galaxy Quest* came out. So um,
3: I'm pretty sure it was '96. No, I mean? just it
0: feels like it's so much cleaner Syn- than this film. Like oh, it looks right. a lot better. That's all. Um, I'll double check it though. Yeah,
3: possibly. Um, so considered for Myron was, uh, 99. was Sinbad's role. '99. Okay, so it was a little bit after. Uh, was Joe Pesci? Ah,
2: oh, yeah, I can see that.
3: Chris, Chris Columbus really wanted yeah. Joe Pesci. But he's a foot shorter than Schwarzenegger, and they raised that as concerns that would he be too short. But yeah. eight years before that, nineteen eighty eight, Schwarzenegger did twins. Oh yeah, with, of course. Danny uh, DeVito. De yeah. who is four inches shorter than Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> and that film made a stack of money. Mm. Off a fifteen million dollar budget, they made two hundred and fifteen million out of it. Oh wow. Twins did it was that successful. Insanely successful. Oh wow. yeah. It was really good. Jesus. So I I imagined that that was brought up in conversations, but for whatever reason, they went with Sinbad, and I don't think that was a bad choice. No, not at all. He's really good. I think Sinbad is did a better job of it than Pesci would have.
0: Yeah, for sure. I have a question. Sorry, this is off topic. I saw like Jim Belushi's in this film. Yeah, he's, he's a yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been crediting himself very recently and a lot as James Belushi. Is he trying to rebrand? So no, I'm just,
3: he's he's always been James Belushi.
0: Why is it Jim Belushi? Like a bunch as well, though. I don't know. Well, you see, Seb, sometimes somebody named James (laughs) will go by the name of Jim. But, like, he's changing it for his credits. I mean, like, he's he's alternating between Mm. Jim and James. That is a bit strange.
3: I'm absolutely certain that in credits on films, he's always James Belushi, but in interviews, he'll often be interviewed as a you know, introduced as Jim Belushi and people just know him as Jim Belushi. Maybe, yeah. But in credits, I'm absolutely certain he's. it's always James Belushi. Jimothy the Belushi. James. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs> That's it from me. Oh, okay. There's, oh, I mean, there are other little, you know, things. There's always stuff in the trivia, at least on IMDb, that, uh, you know, is, oh, this actor was related to this one or did other films with those they're never really relevant i only really pick the stuff that's actually relevant to the yeah. film but there's there's lots of things you could say about it are there
0: well let's get there let's
3: get there <laughs> movie babies sure
0: for the last time for the last time ever movie babies
3: we're not doing this anymore
0: these, this is the, this is, yeah. The next two segments are dead segments. This is the last two. How ever. convenient for the last movie, babies, is the
2: day I forgot to make movie babies. Hey, I'm that's gone, every day. That I'm I gone out on a bang, Seb. Oh, good. Can't wait.
0: Hasta la vista, baby. Nobody puts
2: baby in a corner.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah.
2: It's fine. I just made one up real quick.
1: Oh God. <laughs>
0: I didn't even think to make one up. Um, <laughs> this, I'll wing it halfway through the episode.
3: This has the tone of Home Alone mm-hmm. uh, mixed with pretty much the whole plot of Planes, Trains and Automobiles.
2: Okay, that's a good one. Oh, that, that is good. Of just
3: all these convoluted ways of, of you know getting to where you need to go because you've been blocked at these things and you never stop to think your way around it. You just react straight away mm. and get into the next hole.
2: Yeah had The same, I had I went home alone and then I went with Iron Man because okay. I feel like Turbo Man looks exactly yeah, like okay. Iron Man.
0: <laughs> there used to be uh, the TV series, uh, it was like a, a terrible CGI, but um, it was the Action Man TV series.
2: Oh, I remember that, yeah. Action Man,
0: the they're do- they're, they're wasn't that a,
2: f- a toy, yeah, yeah, action. Had a, that made a TV show out of that, yeah, it was yeah. like an animated cartoon about it. Oh, right.
0: So I'm gonna say action
2: that Action Man. I remember the cartoon, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 advertisements. Yeah. yeah, I remember having the like a, an Action Man. Actually, now that you mention it, yeah, right. Are
0: they, I wonder if they're Australian only or they were. Oh,
2: I'm not, too not sure. sure. Like I know they were big here, but I don't know if they were strictly Australian. Good yeah. thing that we have Google. That's true. Did, did we ever say, have
3: GI Joe branded stuff in Australia, or is, or, or is that what Action Man? They're different. What was, was Brandon as here?
0: No, no, they're, they're completely, they are completely separate because um, Z.I. Joe had like a whole cast of characters. Action Man just had Action Man. Here's the 15 billion variations of that one character and here's the, here's the bad guys. So and Action
2: and his... Man was originally produced and sold in the United Kingdom and Australia. Oh, there How you about go.
0: that? There you go. So I'm going to say that and I'm going to steal planes Trains. That was a good one. I'm not gonna make it my own. A Euro trip. Are you happy? It doesn't make sense. It's, <laughs> but it's fine. Maybe that one part of Home Alone where the lady's trying to get back to the kid. There we go. Gremlins. Fuck it. <laughs>
1: um, yeah.
0: Um, well, movie babies, we hardly knew ye. I salute ye the same way I have done every week by forgetting that you exist until right now. Um, tweets. Sure.
1: And today I'm gonna read it to you. Is there any sports in it? Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles.
3: It's never too cold, too festive, or too desperate for an action sequence. (laughs) Hashtag last action Christmas.
0: (laughs) I was going to say that Arnold was a bad father. And then I remembered that his who his kid was and I think it's actually okay. Oh. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> oh, Seb.
0: <laughs> Going out with a bang. <laughs> no, you don't like that one?
2: I thought that was lovely, Seb. Oh, it really touched way. me. I can we condense it down, but... Anyway. <laughs> Nothing says Christmas like a love triangle between Arnold Schwarzenegger, Lionel Hutz with baby Anakin in the middle.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And now you can see why it's okay. Fine. Alrighty. For the last time ever, look we'll at the bad first. Okay. No, no, I'm asking which one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's do it. We'll start with the bad, I guess. <laughs> For the last time ever.
2: Houston, we have a problem. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. I've fallen. And I can get up. I can't believe you've done this.
3: Howard's secretary is really bitchy. She was trying to help him with the signs. It's you the, no, I mean she had a, she had a really kind of uh, passive aggressive face on mm. the whole time. Like she was very, you know, in, in in very strong disagreement with you know the fact that he had to be somewhere, but he'd asked her not to disturb. So this was her way of. Not disturbing him, but disturbing him (laughs) without getting any of the blame. In the scene where he's, you know, leaving the office, she's helping him out and, you know, helping him with his scarf and his, you know, files and whatever else and saying, bye, you know, good luck. He's not going to make it, you know, kind of under her breath. But just with the cards telling him that he needs to leave now or he'll miss his son's karate graduation, Mm. she is so bitchy. To be fair, she's not wrong, though. (laughs) Yeah.
2: She makes makes a valid point. (laughs) (laughs) This is when
0: he hasn't hasn't gone through the journey that makes him into a good dad, right?
3: Are you kidding me? He's working for his family. I'm not saying this is the only way of being a good dad, but Mm. he's doing this for his family. He's not being selfish by working hard.
0: No, but he's being bad by making promises that he can't keep. That's true. The, The lesson wasn't for him to stop working hard. The to b- make fewer the, promises. To make fewer promises, honestly. <laughs> the lesson was to yes. be
2: realistic about your time yeah. management, Arnold.
0: Like, you don't work weekends? Promise your kid your weekends, you know? Don't promise them that you can get out when you know you have very little control over that. Yeah, it's, yeah that's there's the a, lesson.
3: There's a really nice scene, and it doesn't belong in Bad, but since we're talking about it, where Howard and Myron are in that uh, cafe uh,
2: yeah, yeah, mm.
3: uh, and kind of just having a, a heart-to-heart and Howard is kind of laying it all out, and he realizes in that moment that he doesn't need all these gimmicks to be a good dad. He just needs to, because he's talking about how he built the clubhouse and how uh, the kid—I I forget the kid the character name—the um, fat one, uh, Jamie. Jamie. Yeah, I was going to say it starts with a J. <laughs> oh, was like the other kid. Yeah, <laughs> the, the uh, Jamie um, had the meat Christmas dinner in his in his clubhouse, and just that nice memory that all he needed to do was put in a little effort. It didn't even have to be perfect. All he needed was to be there and, and put in an actual effort to, to be with his son. Yeah. And he realises that that's what's important. And then the radio announcement, we've got the turbo man, yeah. and, he's, and he's back, <laughs> he's back into it. That's really <laughs> nice that he's just about to get out of it, you know, and probably just give up, uh, take his losses, admit yeah. that he couldn't find the doll, but end. still go to the parade yeah. and enjoy that moment with his son. But no, he's back on the track, yeah,
2: which gets him on the trail to the big finish.
3: And I'll say, maybe that's a bad point in the film. It would have been nicer, I think, to, for him to admit.
2: Yeah, sort of admit admit fault and just kind of be like, because he kind of got away with it. Ha- yeah, yeah, that's true.
3: And I mean, the the whole solution to the problem kind of, you know, he he fell backwards into it. Yeah, that's true. You really, mean really like the actual
0: it. end of the film itself? No, the, I mean the
3: whole point of you know. Getting getting back on the on, on the good side of his son and his wife, mm. uh, just kind of walking into that warehouse and oh thank God you're here and they get the Turbo Man suit and then yeah everything
1: everything oh, he goes his nothing way. in this film <laughs> <laughs> he, he right. has a bad time he really That's failed <laughs> upwards <laughs> yeah
0: oh it is kind of a bad moral story in that sense isn't it I mean he does get punished for what he did so. You could, in some part, assume that he's learned a lesson somewhere, but he never has that click moment. He gets told off by his kid, and then kind of realizes it's more serious than he thought. But because he doesn't actively do anything to fix it,
3: no, he he gets into a situation where the effort that he puts in, you know, instead of admitting that he's done something wrong, he literally saves his son from death.
0: Right. So you by also endangering him at the same time. Sinbad oh, well. wasn't just going to take his son out of the crowd and beat him off. But
3: that, but that wasn't Howard's fault. No. That was entirely Myron being, mm. being a dirty bastard.
0: Yeah, which is great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, bad, bad, bad,
2: bad, bad. There's nothing in this movie that I felt was especially bad, to be yeah. honest. No, Aside from, really. obviously, that the whole, like, oh, what a coincidence that you've shown yeah. up just now. But that's the kind of movie where the whole thing is predicated on that anyway. That's so exactly right. That's it, really.
3: And it's done in a believable way. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, Howard doesn't just run into Myron all the time. Mm. Like He's been out, uh, you know, going to all these different shops and getting laughed at. Uh, because he's looking for Turbo Man, and obviously it's sold out and things. <laughs> God,
2: that's the, funny. Like, <laughs> the whole store just laughs. <laughs>, laughs.
3: But he's but he's gone from shop to shop, and it's only when he's kind of given up, yeah, and he's going to the cafe, he runs into Myron there.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So that's yeah. kind of believable. Yeah, you know, it's not like they're crossing paths for the whole for the whole day.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know,
3: it's just that first shop, and then later on, and obviously Myron is trailing him after that because he gets into the Turbo Man suit straight from the from the radio. Um, yeah, that's From the right. radio station. Yeah,
0: okay. Only, it's not even bad. I would maybe, if I was redoing this, I'd cut the reindeer a bit. Yeah. yeah. But it was fine as well. Like, it wasn't that yeah. bad. Like, it was just like, I don't know. It just felt like, let's <laughs> throw an animal gag in. Like, yeah. you did not need it. No. Um, exactly but right. I did like, in a sense, I like the reindeer being set up to show how crazy Phil Hartman's character is with going over the top. That he would yeah. get a reindeer <laughs> and bring it home
3: yeah. just, to, just to impress, yeah. uh, you know, the ladies of the neighborhood. Yeah,
0: so yeah. it did work from the aspect of getting over him as an ass. It, it already kind of achieved yeah. something. So I can see, but also why you'd want to then come back to it, it's, it's, it's your Chekhov's reindeer. Yeah.
3: Here's the reindeer,
0: <laughs> can't wait to see it go off.
3: Um, One weird, unbelievable moment. It's that motorcycle cop. He's injured after the whole bomb thing. Okay, f- forget oh, he's fine. forget the bomb explosion. That's kind of all comically done anyway. You never you, you see a big flash, but it doesn't blow out the windows or anything. So you could explain it away as being kind of a a flash bomb thing. Yeah. Um, and he is a bit singed and whatever, forget that. But he's injured so much that his hands are both bandaged. Mm. And he's still on duty?
2: Yeah. He's not on leave or something? I mean... It's Christmas, man. They're understaffed on the 4th.
3: <laughs> his hands are bandaged. He can't ride his bike. He can't draw <laughs> his gun. How effective can he be he as can, an on-duty police officer?
2: He can yell, hey, you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's Cease. about it. He can coordinate, mm. you know, if he insists on being, on, on being live, But no, he's carrying coffee <laughs> with his bandaged hands.
0: He's just really committed to the effort. I mean, I wish (laughs) I cared as much about anything in my life as he does about his job.
3: I'm not a fan of montage sequences. I know they have their purpose and they do tell a a bit of story, but I generally don't like them. I always think they come off as a bit lazy. Yeah, they do definitely have that effect. So I've got got a little segment I want to call Easy Filler. Mm. Okay. So, the shopping montage where Howard is running from shop to shop and every shopkeeper is laughing at him, which we've already done. We already did that in the first shop and we're just seeing it over again.
2: Yeah, that's true.
3: Takes a minute and 20 seconds. It's one and a half percent of the runtime to show something that we've already had in the film. The action sequence of him chasing after the lottery ball after the, the shop announcer that's a wonderful scene, too. Which we'll talk about in a second, in, in yep. the good, but that whole action sequence of him chasing this young girl through a playground and through the shop and all and all that, that takes a minute and forty seconds, which is two percent of the runtime. The credits last for uh, a little over seven minutes. Okay, uh, so what's that? Seven minutes is like ten percent mm-hmm. of the nine percent of of the runtime. So you're already up to twelve percent of the movie made with just a couple of montages and credits, and then you get the post credit, which is. Oh, did you not see the post credit?
2: No, I did not.
3: Let's pause it now oh, because I, I want to get so much, it's so much effort. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. Don't worry about it. Then we'll we'll. Do it in the Facebook post or whatever.
0: Just um, you keep going. I'll I'll just press play and we'll have a bit of a live one. Well, you
3: can't do that. I can't talk on my live oh, yeah, watch. Well, That's just not what me, this, nobody wants to, to hear my two, voice. You two talk and I'm going to walk over there. But what about Jordan? He hasn't seen it either. I'll, he can turn his head. Watch it afterwards. It's oh, okay. 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 Watch it afterwards. It's all right. What is Sit it? down. <laughs> I, what is it? They, uh, the family is um, I don't even know their surname. It's Whoever they are. The Howards. Yeah. <laughs> that was with an e.
0: That was with an e. That sounded worse than it was meant to. I was
3: like the oh, Schneggers. Oh, <laughs> that, that in, it's funny you should say that Because there isn't, Sebastian. Oh, you are cancelled. Oh, there is a little dirty language that managed to make its way into the film. Is it in the good I or the did, bad? I that's, did not realize
2: until I arrived today. It's definitely in the good. No, it's in the bad. <laughs> it's definitely in the bad. <laughs> Uh,
3: they're having uh, Christmas. He's putting up the star, which is of course his his job. Yeah, Callback. That's exactly right. Jamie's there playing with something. I don't think it's a Turbo Man. I think it's the not have mean, he gave us to Simbad. That's exactly right. Um, I, I he, he's not important to the thing anyway. Um, and his wife, uh, Liz, is saying to him, "Gee, you sure did go into a lot of effort to get Jamie a, a you know, his Christmas present. I wonder what you got me." And it's zoom, zoom in on his face. Nice comedy bow on ah, the whole thing. Good, yeah. Setting it up for a sequel that doesn't have to happen. It's just a nice way to end the film. That's you know, pretty On this, good. On this little yeah. cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, well, that is nice then.
3: Yeah. And that also another minute and t- 20 seconds, another 2% of the film. So you've got a seventh of the film just made up of a post-credit that you know, hardly anybody will see unless they stick around, mm. the credits and a couple of montages. You have to take notes. And that's, and that's what we call easy filmmaking. It's
0: good. <laughs> good stuff. Right? We we're happy that they're so efficient with their time.
2: <laughs> Money well spent, everybody.
0: Are we safe to talk about the good then?
2: I think so.
1: Go ahead. Make my day. Of the world.
3: How's that for a slice of fried gold?
1: Yeah, boy. Ted Sorry. is a
3: stud. Ted? Phil Hartman. Yeah, yeah. he's such a stud. You know, in a really creepy way, he is such a stud. Yep. He's good. He's got all these ladies in the neighborhood under his wing. Excuse me, under his wing.
0: Yeah. Just, which begs the question of why he brings so much focus onto this one lady.
3: Because it's yet a, this is the woman he hasn't conquered yet. Any new lady in the neighborhood would be, would be you know, his Can't next one. can he lose.
0: just go to like a bar? And just meet someone single. That's
3: not his modus operandi. <laughs> he uses his kid to get, you know, under these ladies' emotional blanket or cover or whatever. He's a sleeper
0: cell. He's sneaking in, right? That's exactly <laughs> right. That's terrible. He
3: commandos in.
0: Now, I'm I'm gonna bring up this line as a bad point, by the way. This hidden line we found in the movie. Mm. Well by we, I mean Andrew found it. <laughs>
3: so but at a time marker, one hour, 11 minutes, 36 seconds. I like how
0: statistical you've got in this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. I point that <laughs> <I'm> out, <God. laughs> it's good. Sorry. Thank
3: you very much. I like to be precise. <laughs> it's very helpful. Uh, this is the scene where Myron has kidnapped the guy playing Dementor. Yep. He's tied up with tinsel on a roof, which is a nice touch, I think. He just ripped the <laughs> tinsel from the Christmas decorations of the on, on the building. He dresses up. He's confronted Turbo Man. He goes up to <laughs> he goes up to Booster, and the actor in the Booster suit who's says, not Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> not Gilbert Godfrey, sounds exactly <laughs> like him. <laughs> who I just assumed it must be him. <laughs> he's a wonderful actor. His name escapes me for the moment, but he played um, Metatron in the Supernatural series. Did it very oh, well. Uh, yeah. I think he's also
0: his voice is not that annoying in Supernatural. I know the actor. Is that him? He's a great actor, but his voice is not that high pitched. He must be putting it on then. He's yeah. got a high-pitched voice.
3: He sounded like Gilbert Gottfried. No, And he's in uh, Meatballs or porkies. Is it porkies? I think it's porkies. Chris
0: Parnell was in this. Yeah, he the- Store clerk. He's the first store oh, clerk. Oh, yeah. anyway, sorry, yeah, right. It's
3: his first movie role. Oh, shit, by the way. Okay. uh so, so it's that scene uh, where Booster says to him, hey, this isn't how we rehearsed it. And Myron says to Booster, shut up, you idiot. Nobody likes you anyway. Punches him, he falls off the parade float onto the ground where a group of children surround him immediately. The first thing you hear a child say is, we don't like you, fag.
0: And then they beat the shit out of him. (laughs) Yeah,
3: we hate you.
2: (laughs) This is the first hate crime committed by children on film. Maybe the only one that I've seen. I couldn't believe I heard what I heard. I thought I was mistaken and I
3: tested each of you later on uh, with, you know, did I hear what I I
2: heard? And yep. I didn't notice it in my initial viewing. (laughs) And then as soon as I was actually listening to that dialogue, it's... Hits you right in the face. That's so incredible. Like, yeah, that's what I, that kid just said. I
3: can't believe that made it into the film.
0: So then we played it again using closed captions.
3: Which say- We hate we, you, Booster. We hate you, Booster. Which is Which very is, different oh, that sounding. that is not what
0: you
2: said. That's <laughs> not what you hear. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and it's not
0: even like me with the Schwarzenegger thing. Like you could accidentally mishear it or something else. Booster sounds
3: very, <laughs> very different. It was pretty clear. <laughs> and I can't believe it made it in. That is- just incredible. It's
0: like um, in teen Wolf, that guy with the dick out and it seemed like there's slip on yep, through it's one of those somebody, one of those moments. yeah you yep. just don't hear it or don't see it and now it's there forever <laughs> <laughs> Okay speaking of dicks <laughs> yes
3: I love how subtle the writing is in this film.
1: It's yeah, very it's good in that way hey.
3: like we talked about it before with um, Ted's son kind of revealing that you know his dad is just Ooh. this big. Uh, fuck boy, you know, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. But doesn't use any of that language. You're perfectly innocent if a child is listening to it. And yeah, this didn't happen until. My, and but you think about it, and oh my god, it's it's dark. Yeah, there's another w- nice little moment where Schwarzenegger first uh, Howard first calls ca- calls in home, and Ted answers, uh, Liz is off doing something else, whatever, and he tells him to fuck off, but he doesn't use those words. Yeah, he's he's saying. <coughs> Okay, Ted. On your way out, could you give Liz this message, please? And I really like that. Yeah. He he, he wants to tell him to fuck off, but he doesn't say that. Mm. It's okay, whatever. On your way out, tell Liz this: get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's clever. it, no, it the is. The film yeah. is a lot
3: cleverer than it than it leads mm. than it lends itself to be. Yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: I, I find this time frame for Schwarzenegger to be so interesting seeing the roles that he was taking. Yeah, isn't it? Trying <laughs> to get away from action, which I, I can see why, as not even as like an actor, as an artist, as a human being, you will get bored doing the same things over and over and over again. I find it funny that he thought, no, I'm a
2: comedy lead. Like, <laughs> he that he is funny. He, no, He's he good, is. Yeah. They they
1: yeah. Which and is
2: a and marvelously- it's like the last <laughs> thing you would expect him to be like, oh yeah, we'll give this a try. And he kills it.
3: Like, yeah. He's so uh, good. Yeah. It's, it's not even funny because it's a joke that he's in it. No,
1: he yeah. genuinely, genuinely brings funny. the, yeah. 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 Mm.
3: yeah. Oh, I
0: love this movie. Sorry. I'm just, <laughs> it's, it's such a, it's such a pleasant time. And it's one of the only times you'll see Jake Lloyd on screen where he's not Anakin. Cause after that he did not act again. Oh no, he acted in one thing after episode yeah. one. Like I was, it was his credits list. It was
3: unfortunate that he, you know, got a lot of the hate that he did because it wasn't his fault. He's just a kid actor. Yeah, or was just a kid actor I at mean, the time.
0: Yeah. I hey, kids are annoying in a whole bunch of movies, but nobody's gone after the kid from Jurassic World no, for being annoying right. in that movie. That's right. I mean, maybe they should.
3: <laughs> we'll go after Spielberg.
0: I go after Spielberg. he deserves the hate. Seb, first you're dropping slurs. Now you're advocating for child (laughs) violence. Only the kids that drop drop the F-bomb in a bloody (laughs) PG movie.
3: Do you want to talk about uh, notable scenes? Scenes that you really like? Santa.
2: Yeah, that was great. The whole Santa warehouse. (laughs) That is Santa gangsters. (laughs) (laughs) That is an incredible thing. That was a bit of trivia, actually. Vern Troyer was uncredited. Yes, as the, the, as the
3: as the dwarf yeah, yeah. Uh, up on up on the giant sander, Yeah,
0: yeah. I was watching it this morning, um, and the missus came out and saw that scene, and I said, "This is why I love this film because this is batshit <laughs> insane." Who <laughs> thinks of that? And she paused and tilted her me and said, "You, <laughs> you think of this stupid shit?" And I was like,
3: "Ah, oh, yeah, isn't it great?" <laughs> the whole scene. Right from when they're first introduced to uh, James Belushi, the bad Santa, and his helper, um, uh, that evil dwarf that is always in everything. A terrific yeah. actor, mm. and he's just always plays this bastard. I remember him from Seinfeld from, oh, from yeah. as, as uh, Kramer's actor friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cheats and uses heels to get an extra <laughs> inch. But Belushi, and then his oh, oh the, the, so everybody so works so well in. The <laughs> so <laughs> I was watching it. No, I was watching it, and it made me laugh out loud when they when they're talking about yeah, we've got a real Turbo Man doll, and to prove it, the short guy pulls out a picture like this ransom style picture of him with today's newspaper in the picture and the Turbo Man doll. Yes, we really do have it. He is alive. No, you can't talk to
1: him. You have to touch us. So good.
0: And yeah, this is the scene which. at the time, I guess, either WCW's The Giant or WWF's The Big Show, depending on the, uh, film <laughs> debut, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> or at least yeah, close to. Um, is he's big Santa. He's the giant Santa. And he's, yeah. yeah,
2: you'll looking struggle cut. to find him in sorry, you're right? Said, yeah, saying he's looking cut and <laughs> lean. Exactly.
3: It's hard to imagine anybody being taller than Arnie.
2: Yeah, right. Because he seems
3: so but he's only six two. He's my height.
0: Well, as a 5'10", gentleman, you're all fucking too tall. (laughs) Um, I'm going to find out what his film debut was. I can turn this into a big show
2: podcast, you'll see. Surely it's got to be this. I can't imagine he would have had enough notoriety to get a film role prior to that.
0: I mean, this will count a lot of WWF things, but he's been in 86 things. What? But they they do credit WCW Nitro, for example. Oh, right. He's credited on three episodes of Nitro. That can't be right. Um, He was in a movie called Reggie's Prayer, but it came out the same year as Jingle All The Way. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a, we what a career. We do know which one we remember from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Waterboy. Yeah, that's right, he is in that as well, yeah. He's done a bunch. He wasn't in the longest, and then it's all wrestling. He was no. in an episode of Star Trek Enterprise. Wow, okay. <laughs> oh, I think I think Batista was in that same episode. Because I remember there was an episode of, oh, maybe Batista was in Farscape. There was an episode where there were two wrestlers in some sort of sci-fi show that I can't remember. Okay.
3: There were wrestlers quite often in Next Gen.
0: Yeah, well, they need I mean, you need so someone, big, someone and, yeah, big. You yeah. could throw you could throw them around and everything. Yeah,
3: exactly. It's the whole the whole Santa sequence is just yeah, terrific it's and so it is comedy gold. It it could be its own little short. Yeah, it, it definitely it, could be. It has a payoff. It has a setup. It, everything everything that you need is there. Even the um, even the secret knock. Oh know? yeah, <laughs> the Santa dressed as Santa. You know, comes up to the guy that he obviously knows because they all work together, and you know. Jingle bells tapped out on the, <laughs> on the door. Then he opens it up and what's the password? And it's Jingle bells, Batman, Batman Warning,
2: smells. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> t- perfect. It. It's so childish, yeah. but yeah. somehow it works. So f- f- For the tone that that whole scene is setting, it just works. Yeah. And maybe it's just Jim Belushi and his kind of childish humour. He humor makes it a a legitimate bit. too. He yeah, makes exactly. it legitimate. That's exactly right. Um. Okay.
0: The end scene. I guess we should touch on that a little bit when they go full Turbo Man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it uh, doesn't exactly hold up. I think so. No. <laughs> a lot of the CGI feels very nineties, but it is a great, se- great sequence, though. I love that they went for it, though. Yeah, it's, like so, it's like so you, f- you can't do this movie and then not go like no. full into it at the end.
0: It was such a strange movie, though. Like this movie. Objectively when you place this movie against reality, this movie becomes an acid trip at one point because things <laughs> just like the Santa thing and then that. Like it's things. It's fast, it's comical. That's right. Yeah. 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 And but it, this is a, this is meant as a compliment because it's done so tonally well that it just kind of makes yeah. sense. Here you are, this is the world. Yeah. And even Sinbad coming back as the villain um, after he takes out what's his face or whatever feels so of course he is. Like, yeah, yeah. Of course he that. It, all the internal logic is just it's just pumping through. It's working. All the characters have motivation. It all makes sense. You hear that? Star yeah. Wars. You hear that? <laughs> and with like less than half the runtime, I think. <laughs> did you guys want to move into verdicts, or do you have any more like you know key points? I have one more thing that I really yeah. liked,
3: and I and it's it's one of those things that you can miss it if you're not paying attention, and I did. Pick it up only for the first time on this on this reviewing of it. When there's they go to the shop because there's a huge announcement that there's this late shipment of Turbo Man dolls to this to the shop, and that's where the whole ball lottery happens. The shop manager is giving an announcement to everybody how it's going to how it's going to work, and he's wearing this toy radio. In, in, instead of having a, a megaphone, he's got this toy radio with a speaker, <laughs> in, and he's talking into this, you know, brightly, co- you know, yellow and red colored microphone. And I thought that was that was a really nice touch. Mm. I, I didn't even
2: notice that. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I, I just loved it. I mean, in that uh, maybe the scene before. Just like the whole crowd, just laughing at him for going after this toilet. Oh, it's yeah. so funny. <laughs> Especially like for the of attention- Of course it's sold out, you idiot. Yeah. yeah, how could you not know this, <laughs> you big dumbhead? <laughs> All right, we'll move along to verdicts. Please. For the last time, no, okay, verdicts is sticking around. <laughs> um, Cause it's a crucial part of a review, right? Right?
1: But to be the man, you gotta beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here.
3: I'm um, the- Man,
1: you want
0: answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Slap it on with the might of Zeus. Yeah, good. My last verdict. Oh no, um, this movie's really, really nice. It's really fun, and it's a good alternative to like the more mainstream Christmas movies.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Honestly, like and I, like, it feels I love... as,
3: as Christmasy as any of the other yeah, Christmas it does. Films. Yeah.
2: That's weird. Like I never, the whole time I was watching it, I was obviously like, yeah, this is you know, a Christmas movie, but it doesn't always feel like that. It doesn't get like you, you over the head. With yeah, Christmas. exactly. You can kind of, I guess, immerse yourself in it enough where you're just like, oh, it's just like a fun story. It's not necessarily all, hey, it's Christmas, idiot. Like, yeah, yeah I liked it. It's two for two for Arnie for me with comedies. He's, yeah. he's nailing it. I'm going to have to watch some more <laughs> Arnie in comedy, I think.
0: This is kind of the reason that I really enjoy the Batman movie that he's in with Mr. Freeze. It is a right. huge yeah. departure from what Burton yeah. did, but honestly, it's fucking funny.
3: Yeah. And he and brings a reality to to the character as Mr. Freeze as mm-hmm. well. You you when he's explaining why he's doing what he's doing, that he lost his wife and he's just trying to find a way to mm-hmm. bring her back and preserve her. You feel it. Yeah. The only yeah. thing that Arnie doesn't make sense
0: it. about him in that movie is that he's a giant Austrian bodybuilder. I know. <laughs> That's it. I but know. everything else <laughs> is fine.
3: And yet despite that, you can you can get over that. Mm. You can you can still believe the character despite that obvious, you know, mismatch v- visually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It seems silly to compare this film to an epic, you know, like a hero's journey or or something, but it really, it really is that. Uh, Howard has has a choice to make at the very start. He's devoted to his career and he's devoted to his son and he has to reconcile the two because he can't be there 100% for both. He has to choose one or the other. And he chooses his son, but that sets him off on this path of, okay, if I'm going to win back his confidence, I have to get this impossible uh, toy. I have to complete this impossible quest. Hmm. That just gets more difficult.
2: Yeah, at, at,
3: at each stage, he, he, you know, he thinks he's about to do it and it turns out, no, that is was never going to work. That's not going to happen. And here's the next challenge that is just going to be harder but easier than the one after you that, which you'll also have to do. Inspired me. <laughs> I'm going to put it se- together... It seems silly because the film is kind of silly at its heart but that's what it really yeah, is. It's, it really it's is. a hero story.
0: I'm going to put together... I'm going to, I'm going to have to re- do some reading. I want to do a direct comparison between this and The Odyssey.
3: Okay, because okay. he goes yeah. through
0: yeah. so many trials. He really does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now genuinely curious if there's a through line.
3: Okay, if there's a direct comparison to you know, or a metaphorical comparison, to, yeah. to the actual. Challenges. I'll, I'll talk yeah. to you
0: about what I'm thinking off air, but sure. you've actually, that's a fucking good idea, <laughs> Andrew. And I'm going to do it. Thank you. For, thank you for inspiring me a to pleasure. go on my hero's journey. A pleasure. But
3: <laughs> oh, I, and I look forward to watching this film again and again. So yeah,
0: I'll definitely watch it again coming up for second take though. Mm. This is spooky. It's not spooky. We we well and truly (laughs) miss Halloween. Um, We are back in the new year and we're doing four. Now I'm going to say the way I think I I meant to say this and I've been corrected on both fucking sides of the fence here. (laughs) We are doing four studio Ghibli films. All Ghibli films, but I believe a G H in Japan is a and G- a go. So I don't know. Did you, did you know. see that
3: in a GIF, Seb? <laughs> it's a G H though, <laughs> <laughs> which that's, is even more
0: confusing. Surely
3: that's Ghibli.
0: I'm going to find out. I'm. Going away for a bit. We're going to be recording a little bit in advance, as okay. we know. But I'm going to the museum in Japan of this studio, so I'm going to just okay. walk in and will be like, "Welcome." How to do I say room. this? Tell shit. me. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm dying to know. I flew from Australia <laughs> to get this <laughs> answer. So we are hitting first week of January in with a film I've never seen as a part of this um, the series here. Um, My neighbor Totoro. It's. Are well, you saying that wrong too? It's I Totoro.
2: It's, what is it? Totoro. Totoro, the fucking whatever.
0: <laughs> um, I claim to be a man of the people, but I'm a man of the people that speak the way I do. <laughs> um, and then we're the week after with one that I really love. I believe it's Princess Mononoke. Um, we're doing week two. I think it was that one. Nah, and it's then, Mononoke. I'm pretty sure it's Mononoke. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that one is. I'm pretty sure that one was right. Um, and we were, and then we got Howl's Moving Castle, or was it Castle?
3: No, it's Howells. Howells.
0: And then um, Spirited Away. Yeah, fucking get that one wrong. (laughs) It's Spirited Away. Um, The
2: Uncultured Swine.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, a bit of a different thing to us. Um, I mean, we haven't really done much um, animation here. We did a couple of Disney films randomly during the musical sessions, but that was before any of your time.
3: I haven't even heard of any of those films that you mentioned. Yes. So that's completely new to me.
0: I've seen three of the four of them, and the three of the four of them, I mean- It's been a long time since I have seen them, if my memory is right. They're going to be high recommends on my end, so I can stand firmly by three of them. I've never seen my neighbor, though, so we're going to start with potentially a very low note for me. I don't know. Um, (laughs) But we've also got a bit of a new format coming into the show as well. Going to peel back some of the segments and get get more into the actual review.
3: I look forward to you forgetting each and every one of those as well. No segments. <laughs> it's all just. That's fine. You'll forget that we don't have any and you'll even say, oh, <laughs> oh, should we move on to trivia now? Oh, wait. We don't do that anymore. Guys, yeah. I've got some fire tweets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guarantee, I guarantee We're going to drop, because we're dropping tweets. That's gone. That I'm going to instantly start thinking of them during movies. And I have like amazing ones. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, what do I do with this now?
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe actually post them on our Twitter.
0: <laughs> I, I'm so busy sharing
3: independent wrestlers on our Twitter. <laughs> that's, that's all I. To. find us on Instagram at Second Take Podcast or if you live in the future you can tweet us at Second Take TNC and you better be tweeting. I do. Tweet, tweet Nopsies in the new year on there. Well, why would I we're not going to do them anymore. Slash hour. Not on the show but now they have to Keep move in. Keep it alive there. on the Twitter. That's
0: exactly right. You all have access to the Twitter. The creative You've mind is a flutter. access.
2: I'm um, going to retweet my own stuff. That's what I do. I retweet Jordan's up, blow stuff. i my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of hot takes on there. Uh, Facebook. Facebook.com slash Second Take where you'll find all the best memes. That's all we got. That's all we got. Memes there and wrestling on Twitter. That's all we fucking do. Um,
0: go to our website uh, secondtakepodcast.com Oh, asterisk. I forgot. I have another announcement to make as well which is terrifying. Um, send us an email. Get rid of the website. It's gone. <laughs> uh, secondtakepodcast at gmail.com or if I like to support the show we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Second Take. We are actually expanding the Second Take family. As of January, um, the Second Take gaming podcast will be launching um, with a few people we've had on the show before, but none, none of the present hosts here. And that'll be launching on its own feed. I think we might throw a couple of episodes in just so people can you know get a bit of a listen. Hopefully they like it and they go over. Um, but if you're into gaming, I know we occasionally cover it on the Variety Hour... Well, there's a show coming that's all about that, that kind of sticks to a very similar format to what we've been running with here for the past three years. Uh, give them a go. Or not. I mean, like, we literally can't make you do anything.
2: Or can we? No, we can't. Second Take is now running under martial law. You will listen <laughs> to Second Take Gaming.
0: <laughs> um, and that's that show done. Have a happy new year, everyone, I guess. Or not. I mean, master of your own destiny.
2: Merry Crimbus.